Oh, boy. Do we have some things to say about this one, about this homestand? I mean, my goodness. Sharks lose 4-1. to one. They almost got franchise history tonight. Um, yeah, we will talk about all that and then some right now. Teal Town After Dark. Let's do this. Good evening, everyone. It is April 14th, 2021. The San Jose Sharks just finished a one in four homestand. <laughs> and, and, and really, you know, we can elaborate on that. And we will right now on Teal 10 After Dark. This is your live and inactive Sharks post game. Be a part of the show. You know, teal together and chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. All right. With that being said, good evening, everyone. I am Eric Kura alongside Al Martinet. Al, how's it going tonight? Rough night, rough night. Um, we'll get into that a little bit, but this is probably the end of the season for the Sharks. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I know that's a hard way to open it, but, but I just how, don't see how they're going to come back from it. How, how do you come back from it? I mean, that's, that's the thing. You're given this golden opportunity, the blues and the coyotes, you know, not to spoil the, the wraparound, wraparound, but the, you spoil a chance to get in. Now, granted, and Ian, Ian Reed said it in our group chat that, you know, this isn't a bad thing for the Sharks. But you have a chance to get in there. You are on the cusp. Nobody wants that fourth spot. And you just lay a biggest egg over the last week and a half. Like, my yeah. God. I mean, you lose 5-1 to one to Anaheim. You beat LA 5-2. Woohoo! You know, then the next night you lay an egg 4-2. Then you get shut up by the third string goaltender for the shark for the Ducks. Gibson gets the night off. Ryan Miller's a backup. You go with Anthony Stollars. And yes, Stollars isn't a bad goaltender, but when he goes on a 125-minute, 13-second shutout streak at home, and granted, home ice advantage is totally different. This especially year. this year. Yeah, exactly. Especially this year. But my goodness. Come on. When Brett Hedekin is giving you crap about the urgency on the power play, that should tell you something. Yeah. I mean, this is <laughs> the fifth straight loss or fifth straight game where the Sharks have not scored the opening game, opening goal. Um, so they're already working from behind. This is regardless if it's L.A. or St. Louis. You can't do that against any NHL team. Um, and, you know, they should have at least given, I mean, they, they got behind way early for their rookie goaltender, and they just never got on, got their feet on. No, I mean, you feel bad for Yosef Kozhinash, his first NHL start. 
you know, and, and just getting a rough go as it is. Granted, he kept the puck out of the net for eight minutes, so there's one good thing. You know, it ends up being, you know, Getzlaff, his fourth of the season. You know, the last time Ryan Getzlaff scored a goal, it was April, or it was March 6th, 14 games ago. You know, I mean, I'm He's sure some in- of the, some of these Sharks have shines longer than that. I mean, for crying out loud. He's been injured a lot this season, but um, you can say that for, you know, for, for most of the Sharks players this season. You know, we talk a lot about um, the four depth of the Sharks. You know, Timo Meyer, probably one of his worst seasons is another disappointing season for him. Um, they have a, the Sharks have a lot of decisions to make regarding Timo Meyer because uh, a year from now or two years from now, when his RFA rights come up and that $10 million contract comes up, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're... This offseason is pretty critical what you do with Tim Meyer and also Hurdle. But um, we're talking down the road, but like the four of depth has just not been there for the Sharks. Um, and I, I believe that, like, you know, Jones has played decent when you give him support. And sorry, I'm not, I don't know the new rookie goaltender, but like if you give goalie support, they will actually perform. Like the old, like the old saying in the Sharks ad campaign, uh, for their donations for goals. You know, uh, in life as in hockey, it takes goals to win. You outside the L.A. win, which was a five-two Sharks win. That's the only win on this homestand. You have one, two. So you got three there. You got shut out on Monday and one tonight. You had four goals, so a total of nine goals. <laughs> Let's see, yeah, yeah a total of nine goals on this homestand in five games. You're not even getting two goals a game. Hashtag two or fewer. Yeah, I went there. You know, you go two for twenty on the power play in this homestand. And regardless, like this is the easiest part of the schedule. Like exactly, right now, you got Minnesota. Look, I'm glad Partick Marlowe's getting his whole Gordy Howe thing, and I'm hopeful he retires right after that. But, like, you play Vegas right after, you play Colorado four times straight, four games straight, and then Arizona. You're, you don't have much of a pathway. Like, I, I mean, the, the good thing the good thing I look at it is is that they've shown that they're capable of being, beating Minnesota. The last time they were in Vegas... They had their shots, uh, and and won almost won one and almost went into overtime, you know. And he'd yeah. say, "Goals are cool, but if you tried moral victories, no, they taste like they taste like avocado and and Brussels sprouts and broccoli to me." But this one hurts Blech. more because, like, the only team the Sharks <laughs> have done well this entire season, the two teams the Sharks have done well this entire season, the Kings and the Ducks. And the Kings sadly played the Sharks pretty well, you know, um, last two games. And the Ducks sadly beat the Sharks. Like, there's no way to get around it. Like, you know, I thought the Sharks played decent. I think it was a solid goaltender performance last game. But this one is probably more disappointing just because there was a lack of urgency from start to finish. 
and and that's the thing. I mean, we saw what was it earlier in the homestand, or maybe it was be, before they came home. You know, uh, we weren't ready. You know, I I, I know AJ's going to come in with the uh, quotes on in the chat, but when you when you see some of the comments already, Hurdle saying we started slow. I expect more from myself. We didn't score for six periods. I need to be better for our team. Yeah, you do. And we know you damn well can do it. You know, Bugner says we didn't have enough volume. I'm sorry. What what are we trying to, you know, I know Ron Wilson was trying to bake a cake, you know, years ago. And and now we're we don't have enough volume. What, what are we going for the nice little bouffant hairdo? I mean, you had volume. You had 46 shots on, on Stolars on Monday night. You finished with 28 tonight. You had some decent chances. I'll give you that. I mean, you had some you had some possession battles against the Ducks that you should have ran them over. But of course, but of course, you know, you get a penalty and don't do anything. And when you don't do bad penalties, they're going to take liberties. You saw what happened with Couture. You saw some of the stupid crap that went down last game. You saw those cross checks. And guess what? You just see things happening, happening over again. And because you can't get that crap done, teams are going to feel like, you know, going off. I mean, when they get to Vegas, Reeves is going to have a field day. Yeah. And, you know, there's been rare times when I really thought there's been a bad locker room for the Sharks. You know, 2014, when you had no captains, the whole Todd McClellan thing. But this has probably been the most toxic locker room environment for the Sharks. Um, you see, you know, Eric Carlson not doing the simple things that give Brett Hedekin a lot of credit tonight. I thought he wasn't holding back. Um, same with Randy Hahn. Like, they you they don't shouldn't see that, at this point. But you don't, you've never really seen that. Um, and they've been criticized in the past for that. In the, when, you know, when Drew Amanda would go at um, their star players. But... You know, you see EK65 giving up turnovers in your own zone, leading to goals, leading. It's just, it's been bad all season. And the last five games have really shown it against below average teams. And even the worried more part is the Ducks and the Kings are going to be really good in the next two or three years. They have the draft picks, they have the young talent coming up, and we don't have much. No, because the development in this organization stinks. It stinks. I mean, you're 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 flipping through guys through the lineup. I mean, it's great to see Gregor in the lineup, Handemark in the lineup, you know, Veal in the lineup, Sorensen in the lineup. You know, you you all you all get chances, which is great, which is great to see the guys, but it tells you that nobody's sticking. And the some that are sticking, like Leonard, Leonard's on what it, I think they said on the broadcast tonight, a 22-game schneid, and they were talking how promising he, he is. I mean, where's Chekovic? If he's supposed to be so good from the K, he had a great year in the K, and, and great now he's just getting his feet in the A, you know, Where's Shemilevsky? You know, 
and right. And and I think this is just reiterating what you said out. Well, the development stinks, but the both the Kings and Ducks have been in rebuild mode for a while. Yeah, we're probably about two, three years behind where they're at right now. That's that's average. I've been like, I think we're far. I would say we're four, five years away from even even considering doing a rebuild, just because the way the contracts are structured can't really do that and i don't think ownership wants them to do that and and see that's the thing al the the thing is is that there's pieces here to win now you know the thing is you know while eric carlson can take crap for what he said i didn't come here to be here for a rebuild he's not wrong no he isn't he isn't wrong you know kane needs to be better and hopefully his ankle's okay after blocking that burn shot and uh, the tail end of that power play in the first period, you know, Burns needs to be better, you know, and, and this team needs to be better. You know, Couture, they showed on, on pregame one goal in his last 18 games. One, he's hurt. He's absolutely hurt. And I'll give him heck and I'll give him kudos for being a leader to try to hang in there. But you need to find more. Meyer, you need to find more. Hurdle, you need to find more. LeBanc, you got demoted to, to the, in this game to try to get something going. You know, some of that was also just to give balanced scoring on all four lines, but having bolsters on your top line didn't make much sense. Um, I thought LeBanc played pretty well. I mean, if he called, you know, he uh, created two penalties. But, like, the power play has been non-existent for the past eight weeks. Like, when the Sharks get a power play, I'm just assuming we're not going to score on it. That's just how I, I'm assuming right now. And I think other teams are just kind of playing the same way. Like, they're going to play They're going to play rough with us just because we're not going to counter. We're not going to score on our own power play. Uh, Lacey mentioning, you know, uh, Chekovic and Shemilovsky are exactly where they should be, the same place Leonard should be. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know, and you can give crap to EK65, but make sure you give crap to Brent Burns as well. You know, Eric Carlson did get the goal tonight that should be off the, that got this team to end their 125 minute uh, shutout streak. It's great that, that you, you, you found your, your, your clapper apparently you know apparently he clapped on this time thank god you know somebody wants to shoot in this damn team i mean especially on the power play i know that wasn't a power play goal but my goodness come on you know yeah there were times when like hurdle was on a, had a two-on-one and he shoots it far like it wasn't even close christian Erhoff was very proud of that I mean, my God, where, where where was the shooting accuracy hurdle, you know, from from last year's All Star game? And uh, we were saying like last year that like we're gonna get a healthy Eric Carlson, we're gonna get a healthy Couture, who I thought was banged up last year, a healthy hurdle, and it just never never developed that way. No. Um. Some of that's because of the culture of like the the COVID season with the game structured the way they are, with games, you know, every two days. Um, you you can throw that in there, but like 
it's just not been at like even at the Sharks at their top form, I don't think they could have even made it to the playoffs. See, I I kind of disagree with you because on on paper they have the the ability to do so. Um, it's just the the big players get on Schneids, the younger players they try to contribute, but they they aren't ready to contribute that that heavy right now. I, I think it's more of a worrisome, a worrisome sign if Marlowe is your fourth line center. Like, maybe he could be a potential, like, like I don't even think Marlowe should be in the league, but I think they're just really just getting him out there just to get the, the, the you know, the accomplishment. The accomplishment. I and mean, good on him. I mean, good on him for that i mean the the uh the 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 dedication to the game you know i think is uh as my freaking mic just went out that's lovely there we go you know the thing is is that <laughs> right I, hey my my scarlet you know Microphone adapter is working as well as the Sharks did with this homestand. Not great. It's still more reliable than the uh, Sharks power play. Yeah. Well, and Kevin mentioning, but Marlowe isn't taking a spot away from anyone deserving. You know, it's not like you're, you're, it's not like somebody's sitting there like Stevie Weeks in Mystery Alaska, you know, ready to go. That's, that's the thing. And at this rate, if nobody's ready to go, you know, Marlowe's going to be in the lineup, and why shouldn't he? You know, yep. You know, and like it's not like you know, it's not like the Sharks aren't playing their top four players. Burns played twenty nine minutes tonight. Carlson played twenty eight minutes tonight. Uh, you know, Ferraro played twenty minutes tonight. You go down the list, and you're playing your top guys. It's just you're losing four one. And there's not really much I can say. It's like it's the same result every single time, and you do not have three or three top lines of consistent forwards that can at least support your goaltender. I I kind of I kind of look at at it in a sense. Al, are you are you a Giants fan? Yeah. Okay. So remember when Barry Zito would be pitching, you know, a number of times, and he just would not get the run support on the A's. Yeah, and, and yeah. for the Giants, for that matter, too. Yeah. Up until like the, I think what was it the twenty, what was it the twenty twelve playoffs? I think in the twenty twelve playoffs. Yeah. You know where he had a renaissance, but he would he would have these gems, and not get the goal support. Now, granted. Martin Jones has had times where he, I mean, he's been pulled so many times this season. It's not even funny. At the same time, though, you know, some of these games, he's had them, you know, hanging in there. This was one of them for Kornosh, or excuse me, Koshinosh. Let me yes. get it right. I'm going to try and get this right. Not uh, Kornor, or I think it was what Bugner called him in the, in the morning skate. You know, he played fairly decent for them tonight. 
you know, 27 shots uh, he faced. He stopped 24. I mean, yeah, it's an 852 save percentage, but I mean, my goodness. You know, um, now we're getting some of the comments from the dressing room from Bob Bugner without picking on one guy or another. But if you ask Carlson, he'll tell you he's better than that. Yeah. You know what? Where, where's my freaking apple? Yeah. Not even close to being better than that. You know, we have That's to make better. Problem. I can't believe he even said that. Good. Good. I'm I sorry. Mean, I'm glad, he need to like... go out with that. But that's just that's good. Oh, man. Okay. okay, then if if he's not here for a rebuild and he's gonna get called up from his coach and he's not liking it, oh well, you know, be like in sync and go bye bye bye. I I don't mind it, but to even say that, you have to think that the coach board, he's probably thinking about his job security too. Right. And I don't blame him. Um, Boomer goes on to say. Koshinash was nervous, but I thought he settled in. We certainly didn't give him much support, as we just mentioned. <laughs> you know, the most disappointing part is we didn't get any ground when the guys were chasing didn't get any ground. Yeah. You know, and, and like we said, we started slow. Uh, it's just like, come on. You know, Hurdle said, I think we made it easy on Storlars. We need to be hungrier. It's us when you don't score for so long. It wasn't a good game by us. Normally, you'd never see a coach go after their star, quote-unquote, player. Go Even if they're off, you know, on the... If they have rough nights, they'll never go after them. And this has been a recurring theme for EK65. Not just this season, even, not even last season. Even this season, we went to the Western Conference Finals. There were times where you could really be suspect of his work ethic. But we also did sign him to that gigantic contract. So there's really one person that you should blame, and that is Doug Wilson, not Bugner, not Carlson. Well, and so. I mean, I'll give I'll give EK a pass in the 2019 playoffs. Yeah, he got on Dylan. I did not like that, but he had points. Uh, he had some good points, you know, uh, in in that series. I mean, he helped. Part of being, you know, to get that comeback going against Vegas. But you start wondering if this is the sign of cracks showing in the drywall. I mean, the cracks were already there. And I think finally they're, the wall is kind of broken down. Because the leadership that Pavelski did provide, they've never filled that hole. And... It's probably going to take a long time for sh- for someone to fill it, and I think they were banking on Eric, you know, Banner, for him to fill that role. Sure. At least, at least in some ways, I think they've gotten a lot of that from Evander Kane in some form, some forms. Um, I've really liked Evander Kane's game tonight. Um, he was a little bit injured after that shot off his leg, but. He's been one of the most consistent guys this entire season, mm-hmm. and especially with everything going around. Um, it's just... Um, Keep going, Al. 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 Oh, goody. 
What did I boot him off? <laughs> I think I no. I think that's more on me. Uh, that was not my intention. No, not your intention at all. Hang on, Al. I'm getting you, Al. Al, there you are. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I. I. That's totally on me. Continue what you were saying. I apologize on that. I no. I, <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm looking at for EJ, but okay. <laughs> um, but uh, you're just looking for more consistency from everyone. And bottom line, um, there really hasn't been that much consistency from you looking at Hurdle. You're looking at um, Couture, who's been injured a lot this season. Um, and the biggest complaint I have to ledge against that is Meyer. Um, Meyer, Meyer, who has been probably the most disappointing player this season. Uh, definitely had a lot more expectations on, on not just Meyer, but a lot of players. Uh, Phantom, oh, hold on. Hang, hang on. Let me just get the super chat in, AJ, and then I'll bring you in. Uh, super chat from Phantom0044. I'm sad. Let's just rebuild and get it over with. So uh, thank you for your donation. Of course, if you use super chat, it's great. We appreciate it. But we also uh, suggest if you want to make a donation to the show uh, using Venmo at Teal Town USA. Uh, if, if you couldn't hear... Uh, AJ is is joined us. Uh, AJ, good evening, sir. How are you? How's it going, guys? Uh, you say Meyer's the most disappointing. I have eleven point five million <laughs> ways to disagree with you. Uh, <laughs> well, I, now, I think there's me, more than one. Hold on, hold hold on. Let me preface what was said earlier about the EK sixty five comments. The if I remember correctly, I believe Pashelka, but I might be wrong. Um, but during the media call, he was asked about uh, essentially what he thought of Carlson's game tonight. And he was very, I mean, he was asked directly about Carlson's game. So take that for what it is. It's not like Bugner went out of his way to call out Carlson. So yeah. he was asked directly about him. Um, but I mean, yeah, okay. The coach said what he said, but it's not as if we're all blind. He, he had an atrocious game tonight. So um, it is what it is. But look, <laughs> the fact of the matter is you, you have skill on this team. There are guys like Couture, Hurdle, Kane, Balsers. There's, there's a decent amount of guys on this team that can do damage. And it took you pulling your goaltender to score on the third string goalie of the worst team in your division in garbage time. Mm -hmm. To me, that's m far more concerning. When you when you go 125 minutes on your on a third string goalie, that's unacceptable. That is so unacceptable. Go two for 25 minutes. I don't. I think you learn how. I think you need to learn how to math, bro. No, they score. They score with 7:26 left. Uh, in 125 the minutes is over two games, bro. Right. They scored with 7.26 left against L.A. They got shut out. Oh, and then oh they I thought you were talking about Storlers. Oh, no, no. I'm My bad. My Belinda. But I'm saying oh, 125 minutes since that Meyer power play goal against L.A. to EK65's goal. You know, come on. Yeah. Well, the, the more concerning thing for me, too, is that during the media call... You can see it on guys' faces. Oh yeah. Like 
like Meyer came in tonight and it was just very kind of, well, first off hurdle comes in and he's holding his head in his hand and he's, you know, you know, a lot of that Meyer, you can tell, like, I feel like this is very much a carbon copy of last season. We're seeing this team splinter again. They're not coming together. I mean, I, I know I, I wish I could pull up, pull it up from here, but I mean, when you see hurdle looking like that, just like, it's just like, in, like what the heck just happened to us? You know, dude, hurdle was so upset. He almost had two sentences instead of just one long one. I mean, I'm just, you know, I mean, seriously, <laughs> did Meyer... it make sense though. It did. It did. <laughs> But I got to tell you, though, it was interesting. I see Lacey's in the chat here. If you remember after Monday, uh, Lacey mentioned EK65 perhaps, you know, trying to do too much or be too creative instead of making the simple play. And what's funny is tonight, Hedekin on the broadcast said almost the exact same thing. Like making the fancy so play. So taps to lazy is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I mean, and, and Al, you you mentioned it too. That it's like, okay, you're making the fancy play, but where's the urgency? I mean, seriously. I mean, I would. I'm I'm probably as pissed as 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 Mario is right now at at that press conference. I mean, and, and Lacey, good luck on your Peloton ride uh, tonight. <laughs> As, as you put in the chat, <laughs> but I, mean, I just oh, I, the, the thing is, there's just so many bad ways to look at this. <laughs> you know, it's like you can't solve a third string goaltender for without pulling your own goaltender, right? Like mm -hmm. that's not good. Uh, it's the worst team in the league, or I'm sorry, not in the league in the division, mm -hmm. but the, we all know that's the Sabers. Uh, but the worst team in the division. And this was the stretch you were set up for. Exactly. You had five games against the only two teams that are behind you and the people that you're trying to catch all lost. Like, I mean, was the was the red carpet not big enough for you? I mean, go ahead, Al. No, like, we've been saying this time and time again. And even, like, Devin Dubnik, who we just traded to Colorado, won. So, like, <laughs> it's definitely the locker room chemistry. And also, it's just we don't have the four depth. Well, hell, I've been saying that since the beginning of the season where it's like, we don't have a top six. We have a top four. Even that. I don't think yeah. we have a top four. <laughs> we have we have the pieces for a, a top four, but they're not showing up or they're hurt. Well, and one of those pieces had to be, uh, you know, taken from Ottawa. And he was in the lineup on the, as the top line forward tonight. Yeah. No, that, and, that should tell you something about your depth right there. Well, and what does that say about LeBanc? And then you mm -hmm. saw the changes that they made where it's like, okay, Sorensen and VL out. Handemark and Gregor in. Gregor did not have a good game tonight. Uh, it, it was... <laughs> You know, and then Malosh, like we all thought that Christian Yarosh was not that great. Uh, Malosh, holy hell. If there's something else that has come out of this stretch is that this team does not have a serviceable seventh defenseman. 
Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I know you put pattern in with the Barracuda, um, maybe to get some games in, but, uh, Jesus Christ. If, Kina- if Kinezhov doesn't like pan out, holy hell. <laughs> right. I mean, he's been, really? he's been fairly decent. He's had some rough times with some penalties, but he's played fairly well. He's got some good speed with him. Um, you know, stick taps to him and, you know, in that f- bloody blood fest that he had, but I mean, you know, it's just, man, it, it, you're the thing with it, guys, is that, and I'll say this again, you had the golden opportunity with the with this five game stretch, you almost beat the the Knights at least once, you blew the two Arizona games. I mean, if this team was pretty good, they might be fighting for number three, maybe number two, if they get on a hot stretch here. Well, and instead, piss away their opportunities. I mean. Was there not a game? I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Was there not a game versus St. Louis where they were up by like four to two and lost seven to six? Yeah. <laughs> that you too. Know? Or even yeah. against Vegas when they blew a 3-1 lead. Yeah. Yeah. The, you can just go back and look at a handful of these games. You, you look at those games, you combine it with the last five that they've played, which, again, it, it's right there for you guys to take it. And you, you know, unfortunately, you piss away the opportunity. And I got to tell you, I don't know if you caught our buddy Shang uh, today. He had a really great article that kind of detailed how the Sharks, they're in purgatory. And it kind of reminded me of Tim Heed, where it's like, uh, you know, he, he's not good enough to play, but he's too good to let go of. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of the sharks are in this same boat where they have like too much talent to tank, but they're not good enough to compete. Like it's this horrific purgatory that they're stuck in right now. And when you look at the contracts on the books going forward, this, this is not going to be the, the end of the 2021 season. This is not going to end that. Yeah. You know, losing one piece of this, if you were to, if you were to say lose Burns in the off season, whether it was a working out a deal with Seattle, if you just exposed him, whatever it is, I mean, yes, you do get a significant chunk of change off the books, but it all depends on, okay, then, well, what do you do with it? You know, Doug Wilson was talking a couple of days ago about possibly having 10 picks going into this year's draft. Now, we know that Doug Wilson treats picks as currency. So maybe he tries to make a move for a a piece that is already kind of confirmed. I don't know. But if you remember last year, how how many picks did the Sharks have? Was it eight? Eight or nine? I think it was nine. And they took forwards. All forwards. So I'm thinking this year, maybe they go all defense. (laughs) just even out yeah like and it's unfortunately you know the sharks they're not exactly known for just taking the best name available they target people and i get that they obviously you know if the if you targeted hurdle or if you targeted couture hey good pulls uh that timo meyer now if uh if you look at some of the other ones that were there like say i don't know barzal rantanen hmm besser yeah yeah Kind of makes makes that choice a little sus, but you know, boys, this is 
the uh, to me, this is the beginning of the end of this season. I mean, it only gets worse from here on out. Mm-hmm. And again, I you know, I don't mean to be the harbinger of doom. I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer, but I think it gets worse before it gets better. Uh, to quote, you know, Mike hold Babcock. on, I can save this. I can save this. Silver lining, it's going to be easier to get tickets for Sharks games next year. Oh, it'll be easier to get to worry about that. It'll be easier to get Sharks tickets this year. Whenever we get if, to get back, if that happens, if that if that happens, and I probably and probably three sixty fires will get the first crack if that happens. Uh, well, and I mean, deservedly so, absolutely. And you know where to find me. Uh, if you want to get rid of your tickets, um, you know, but like Laurel said, just dress it to Barracuda and Sharks uniforms and go for it. They already are. Well, you know, the funny part is, I mean, aren't somebody, they? somebody had mentioned that, uh, while there is discussion evidently about, uh, potentially opening up SAP center to Sharks games or well to Sharks fans for games before this season ends, there is evidently no discussion going on about opening it up to uh, for the Barracuda games, right. which, of course, my response is, would anybody notice a difference? No. <laughs> oh, man. It's so sad. It's sad, <laughs> but we... On the Barracuda. <laughs> it's sad, and, I, and you know you hope, like heck, once they're in their new building at Solar Forum America Ice... You know, oh, that'll be a difference. That'll be huge. That'll be. I mean, I think a lot of us will be curious as to to go into it. You know, I, I just it's just frustrating. I mean, when and and you put this in our group chat, but when Mark Purdy kind of goes off a little bit, <laughs> you know, Purdy tweets out for too many shifts the last two games. Too many San Jose Sharks have been playing as if they were disappointed they weren't dealt at away at Monday's trade deadline. Maybe they are, which is a hell of a thing. And you never see him do that. No, I mean, you rarely see Purdy. You know, he would usually have more of a sarcastic remark, if anything. And but when did he retire? Like two years ago? <laughs> we, I think we interviewed, AJ, I think we interviewed him like three, four years ago. One of our favorite interviews, I think, too. That was oh, fun. Absolutely. But this is where we're at. Yeah. Treat me right fucking now. That's it. <laughs> and then hang up, you know? And shoot, we, we broke out a Slapshot reference, a Mystery Alaska reference, you know. And well, shoot. And, and what what was another thing that happened tonight, boys? Another night of not being able to put up a power play goal. It's just one more thing. What's one the more streak? Oh, I, I we lost went we went point. two for twenty on the home stand. Uh, they went zero for three and one for five against LA. And then... why well, I can give you this going in what 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 tonight zero for three. What did they do on Monday? Uh, Obviously, they didn't score at all. But how like, many zero for five? I believe. Jesus, was it that much? Yeah. Well, I can tell you this: coming into the Monday night game, they were three for their last twenty-one. So, so you add in tonight, it's three for 24. If you're saying it was five. Three yeah, for so 29. Yeah. Three for your last Not 29. Not even that's, 10%. Yeah. That's, that's. <sighs> and during that time, it should also be noted that they've both scored and allowed a shorthanded goal. 
So, <sighs> and and you know, I, I don't think uh, Kozanash was horrible. No. Bugner is the first one to tell you he didn't get a lot of support. Uh, I think, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if we see him this weekend on the second of back-to-backs or something, although we do know that Jones does, for some reason, have really good stats playing in Minnesota. If Jones is to do something ridiculous like post a shutout on Friday, I could see Bugner giving him another look. Because, I mean, at this point, what have you got to lose? I mean, there's like, what, 14 games left? He's got all summer to uh, to, to recuperate. Who cares if you, burn, if you burn Jones out right now? And besides, even if you do claw your way back to a playoff position, it, there's no way you make it out of the first round, whether it's Vegas or Colorado. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of rooting for the Sharks not to make the playoffs at this point. Like, don't ruin your draft chances. Don't get people, you know, more hurt. Like, let them rest more, I suppose. Well, and that's that's the thing, is that I would hope once they're mathematically eliminated that, you know, you shut down Couture. Something's up. I mean, his passes aren't crisp. His skating is rough. I hope he's not doing any serious permanent damage to himself. Yeah. As do I. Yeah. We're at 20 likes right now with 54 people watching. Let's get that pumped up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, come on. God damn. I know, right? <laughs> uh, were there any donations, AJ? I'm taking a look now. I, I read your mind, and I'm pulling up the app as we speak. Appreciate it. Uh, and uh, tonight, no. All right. There are not, everybody, everybody's upset. Everybody's using their money to buy beer. Damn right. And I don't blame them. Yeah. yeah. How, how can you? How can you? It's, this, this is bad. I mean, you, you've got back-to-backs in Minnesota. Then, you, then you've got two straight versus Vegas now. And it, and it makes me wonder as well, how, how focused are the guys going to be when there's all this hype now around Marlowe, you know, tying the record on Saturday, breaking it on, on Monday. Uh, Randy Hahn, if you didn't hear earlier on our Twitter feed, uh, Randy said that there is some sort of event or presentation planned to roll during the first stoppage in play on Monday night in Vegas to acknowledge the breaking of the record. So, I mean... I don't know. Are the guys a little kind of, you know, <laughs> preoccupied with Patty breaking this record? I don't know. But you know what? That's something to play for. You know, I know Vegas is going to want to dominate in that game. But damn it, if there's a game left to show up, it's Monday night. Speaking speaking of speaking of which, you know, I'm going to be at that game on Monday. So that'll be fun and interesting to see how that works. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, but, but Al, I mean. <sighs> FYI, Jerry just bought us a beer on Venmo. Thank you. Thank you. One beer, three straws. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, Heck, I mean, you guys know I don't drink, but if you guys don't mind, you know, that's, that's for straws. sure. But but Al, I mean, I mean, do they look at? Yes, they're going to be distracted by with everything that goes on, you know, the next few nights. 
But wouldn't that be something to play for? Hey, let's let's win it for. I mean, we were a, lot, a couple of years ago we were saying win it for Jimbo. Yeah, it's a regular season game, but hey, let's win these games for Patty. You know, let's not let's not have his his marquee games. You know, be a be a cursor to well, they lost five nothing to Minnesota and nine nothing to Vegas. I, I want to say yes because, like, for players like you know Kachur, Hurdle, Meyer, even like Vlasic. They've played with them, like, for 10-plus years. It's just, like, the other players on the ice. We're talking about, you know, EK65. We're talking about the younger guys who've only been on the team for, like, two or three years. Like, they don't have that attachment to Marlowe. And even though, like, Marlowe's achievement is, it's still notable. Maybe they just don't have that attachment to Marlowe, who That's has a great played at a point. small market. That's a great all point. his season, all his all his career. Yep. One hundred. Yeah, because I guarantee you, Jumbo and Pavelski would have been like going, "All right, boys," you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I would have seen more of attachment. I think there would have been more talk about it in the locker room if Joe Thorin was still there. That's the thing. Like, I. I'm glad Joe Thurman's not even in the conversation. I'm, not, I'm glad he's he's doing fine in Toronto, but like, I think there would have been more talk about those two going out of town together if Joe stayed. What do you think of that, AJ? I mean, if Jumbo was there, I mean, I'm sure we'd be getting a lot more stuff uh, prepping for Patty. I mean, oh yeah, Pat, Patty, way to go, Patty. Yeah, but well. I think it would also be, a, you know, something significant since they were both drafted together and yeah, that's you know they've they've always been tied together in that regard as one too. So I don't know, you know, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me as well if that presentation that rolls in Vegas, if Jumbo hasn't already recorded a message for that, I'd be you know insanely shocked. Same thing with Pavelski. Uh, Ricci. I mean, there's got to be guys up and down the lineup that have been key. Uh, Nabby, you know, there's definitely going to be some guys that had to have recorded something. And, you know, that boy, this is the thing that really gets you with this whole pandemic being locked out of the building thing. Cause you all remember the insanity that happened when, or when uh, Marlowe returned with his first game with Toronto. Could yeah, you yeah. imagine what it would be like at the tank? To recognize this event, it would be bedlam. Great. And I, Go ahead. I now. think before the pandemic hit was Pavelski's first game back when we looked Dallas. Yep. And there was still a buzz in the air, but they were starting to limit fans coming in. I don't think so. No, not yet. That was, was in January. January. Yeah, it was January. Okay, it was January. Okay. So, no, no, not yet. But I, I, I get what you're saying is that, you know, there was all there was the buzz, but, you know, the team was struggling. They just it was a month into a coaching change, you know, um, you know, we'll see. Oh, that's right. Peter Borg got fired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jerry F. apparently has bought us some beer, which means it's time for the wraparound. We'll do this really quick. Coyotes lose five two to Minnesota. <laughs> no, we can do it this quick. Everybody that was supposed to lose lost, except for Anaheim. 
There you go. There's your wrap. Good night, everyone. Uh, That's all, folks. Yeah. Uh, we will say uh, the Barracuda uh, did beat the uh, Texas Stars tonight by a score of 4-2. to two. Harvey with 29 saves. Uh, Latunov with two goals on this one. Uh, Ivan Chekovic with a goal and assist uh, on this night for the uh, Barracuda who played at Silver for America Ice. So uh, good on the Barracuda uh, for getting that victory on on Indeed. Uh, you know, I mean, the Barracuda have been having a rough go as it is as well. But uh, quickly, you know, Flames beat Montreal. What? The Flames won? I'm sure Daryl Sutter will send a message like, uh, I hope he uh, played better in his wasn't other 1,700 that, uh, games. Was, uh, well, wasn't that also Lucic's 1,000th? Uh, no, the other night. Oh, other, okay. Yeah, okay. last night. When My you... bad. It all blends together when I've got the COVID. <laughs> Jets and Senators. <laughs> the Jets enough. win. The Jets beat the Senators three to two. Avalanche, like we said, the Blues lost four to three. Thank you, Colorado. Devin Dubnik with the victory in that one. Uh, as uh, as Grubauer uh, it goes into COVID protocol. Golden Knights win six to two uh, in this one, beating the LA Kings. Uh, thank you, Mark Stone, for my for the goal on my fantasy team. Uh, and there's that. Uh, Lanical in the chat. Are you going to the Vegas game? Yes, I will be there Monday uh, to uh, see everything go down. Uh, we're still trying to figure out the parameters of how After Dark will work on Monday night, uh, but there'll be uh, there'll be some sort of check-in either at the hotel or at the game. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to that. I'm glad it kind of worked out for me and my girlfriend to go uh for a little anniversary trip and it just happened we get to see history so also of note joe pavelski scored once again last night (laughs) (laughs) all right because that's what joe pavelski does i hear he's pretty good yeah well i see i hear he's washed up has been pretty 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 good all right uh so with that we will get out of here uh aj Thank you, bud, uh, for uh, the quotes and everything. Your final thoughts? Um, well, I heard that there is going to be a clearance sale at the Shark <laughs> Tank on on this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, and uh, I, I feel like they might be able to make some decent coin on some white flags. Oh. Because uh, it's, it's time to wave them. I mean, again, you you had three straight. Well, actually, and in, in we're or I'm sorry, three. Sorry, we had five straight, and we're actually incorrect. They had seven straight. The last seven games that they've played, four were against LA, and three were against Anaheim. Yep. Mm-hmm. But to go one and four over these last five is just as. Uh, I'm trying to think who it was, if it was uh, Meyer or Ferraro, but it, it's it's unacceptable. And you have, what is it now? It's 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 games left. And uh, for those of you who did not hear the news, uh, the game that was scheduled for April 23rd against Vegas has been moved to May 10th, so adjust your calendars accordingly. Um but you've you've got 14 games left, and yeah, the Yotes and the Blues and uh, and LA they all lost tonight, 
but the problem is, is that they're all playing better than you, and two of those three teams are ahead of you. So, and, and your schedule does not bode well. You've got three versus Vegas, four versus Colorado. Half of the rest of your schedule this season is against the top two teams. And, oh, by the way, you have yet to beat Vegas this season. So, Or be again, competitive with them. Yeah. So, again... Uh, well, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wasn't there one game that Vegas won in the in like overtime or the shootout? Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, at least they took like one point, right? Does that count? Uh, Laurel saying April twenty first canceled until May. No, April twenty third. April twenty third has been moved to May tenth. But anyway, uh, I mean, it's you know, wave the white flag. The other thing being is that, again, there seems to be rumor, insinuation, speculation, conjecture about SAP Center opening before the end of the season to a limited number of fans. Randy Hahn today on NHL Network alluded as much, saying that there were actually expectations that the doors would open to a limited capacity before the end of the season over the final seven. So... Uh, you know, see if there's an announcement between now and the 26th of April. If you're wanting to go visit the shit show live, <laughs> but unfortunately this is where we're at and I can't, one of my favorite lines from jerk is that you see so many people complain about this team losing or whatever even though every these same people at the beginning of the season said, oh, this team's going to suck. And then you complain when they suck. <laughs> it's like you literally knew this was coming. So, yep. hey, just take advantage of the suckage, as it were, and hope that the Sharks do really good in the draft lottery, I suppose, and draft really, really well, because it's going to be bad for a couple of years, people. But we'll we'll all come out fine on the other end. At least we hope. <laughs> God, I hope he, so. hey, Dude, I get, I get my first vaccine shot tomorrow, so I'm already on my way. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Good, good, good. All right. He's at AJ underscore strong on the Twitter and Instagram. Al, uh, your final thoughts on where the people can find you? Uh, pretty much the same as AJ, but like just coming with low expectations because the next couple of years are going to be really rough. Um, just enjoy watching the new new prospects come in and just see them grow because it's going to be rough for the next couple of years. And honestly, it's going to be fun for the next couple of years just watching the team with little expectations because of the last about five or ten years, it's been playoffs or bust. So if, if you're, you're a fan, fan of playoffs, game, we've had it pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been fun, but I think we've kind of paid, we're paying our dues now. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I should note that it is being mentioned on Twitter that uh, evidently Getzloff took the time to go over and congratulate Marlowe up following the game. Nice. I like, yeah, I've always liked Getzloff. So. Yeah. So you love to see it. I liked him more with hair, but that's fine. Oh, jeez. That's what Olich does to you. I'm at Puckeye14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Um, you know, I'm just going to say I had a, feeling that the Sharks would be playoff contention and get into the playoffs. 
uh, and maybe shock the world. Uh, at the same time, I'm also realistic that that wasn't probably going to be the case. But when you have the opportunity, take advantage of it. Um, no, even even if it isn't exactly the best thing in the world to uh, be successful, maybe the tank this year. So in case you missed anything or want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com in case, uh, you know, you want to check this out again, right? I said that already. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Is Alzheimer's kicked in already? Is that what uh, comes with the second dose? No, what co what comes with the second dose is a frustration that the Sharks lost for their last five. You can check this Dude, out. just pull Al a landy and hit the fucking out button. No. <laughs> Shut up, Al. Don't encourage AJ. Uh, Apple, sorry, he pulled that too. <laughs> right? <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, subscribe to our YouTube channel. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, and always available at Teal Town USA. We will be back with you. Oh, there you go. We'll be back with you on uh, Friday night as the Sharks begin a four-game road trip. They begin in Minnesota. Saturday is when Patty will tie Gordie Howe, the game's record. Uh, we'll be there to break it down. And until Friday night, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you Friday.